Hello, live stream. Hello. 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 Live stream. We didn't see you there. Stream. Oh. <laughs> Fancy. Dan, did we tweet something? Here. I tweeted something. Oh god. Oh, god I gotta do mom. Not me. <laughs> How's your Literally day, gonna Tony? be right back. I'm gonna go get some caffeine. I wanna eat a gummy worm. <laughs> I'm gonna. Well, I wanna eat a gummy worm. Allagash White. We got this I mysterious box in the mail yesterday, and it was like this little cube. And we we're like, "What is this?" It's addressed to both of us, and it said something about like, "Oh, a gift for you." And like, "All right, this is this is weird." And a friend had sent us something at the same time, so we thought maybe it was from them. So we opened it up, and it had a little cube. And we opened it up again, and it turned out to be, and this was amazing. It turned out to be from our wedding photographer because our anniversary is next week, <laughs> and she sent us like a little thing of gummy bears, and it had a little like folding box on it that had like little photos of us that she put there. And oh, she's like, "Oh, Aww. it's it's your anniversary." Cute. Just yeah, it was really nice, and then we both felt extremely cool. guilty about not having written a review for her yet. Oh no! <laughs> and then and did you go and write the review? That's that's on the deck for our anniversary <laughs> day. <laughs> that's the statute of limitations on that, right? One year? Yeah. No. You, yeah, you have a year. That's it's like that's the statute of limitations for uh, presents, providing presents, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. Thank you. No. I think it's I think it's it's all around statute of limitations. Because they, that first well, year, come on, that. your your brain's just fried that first year, really. Yeah. It's all uh, Micah, all of society is basically just an arbitrary lie. So oh, that's true. Yeah. My first year of marriage was spent living in a different country than my spouse, so I feel like it's really different for me. All right. Anyway, oh. these gummy worms are very good. I've never had gummy, gummy worms. Promo code TPK. You just say you've never had what? gummy worms? No, I gotta have a brownie. The, the shape, the cha shape messes me. I don't, and I don't want to. I'm in no, I'm in no rush to change that. The bears you have had. Yeah, oh gummy. yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. I have the gummy variety. Okay. But worms, I, you know what I like? I like bears. You know what I don't like? Probably worms. worms. How many, how many bears have you eaten, Tony? Enough. Tell the truth. You're under oath. <laughs> how many gummy bears have I eaten? No bears. I, oh bears I've, total. I've eaten yeah. at least. One. At least one bear. I mean, I've eaten of one bear. I did not I've had eat an same. entire bear. Why are there so many people who've eaten bears here? I'm it's like, my favorite it's a, meat. It's a common what? thing that people hunt. It really you is. You make stew. It's kind of greasy. It's not the best meat. It's, you make it's very you make, greasy, uh, which is stew why I with love it. it. Yeah, it's a good like stew. Like a meat. hamburger I didn't helper. Know people ate bear. It's yeah. a it's a good I, stew meat, which is to say, I think saying something is a good stew meat is physically saying it's the worst. What's going on? This I is freaking... yeah, I feel every once in a while. I you know I think of it as something people ate in old olden days when they couldn't get something better, right. and also I think about the time Micah befriended a bear, and then I feel sad. Uh, oh, I was just thinking about eating that bear. Okay. The whole cave time. bear. I've eaten black bear. Let's keep these. I don't know what kind of bear it was, but probably uh, was live stream. Let us bear? know in the chat if you've ever had bear and what kind. <laughs> uh, let us know what kind of brownies you made. Were there or were there not nuts in said brownies? I made mac. I put macadamia nuts in them. I like my brownies nuts. Yeah, same. Nuts were in a When my uh, younger brother moved across the country from Massachusetts to California, he attempted to eat as many different types of meat as he could. And he tweeted this. This was the only time he ever used Twitter, but it was pretty good. I think he got up to about 40 different types of meat. But you got to oh, eat bear. Cool. bear I, I, I can do this in one. Michael. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> you, you have several brothers. I knew which one okay. that was. <laughs> oh, did you do it? You you also knew oh, which I one did California. I thought that he was naming one of the meats. <laughs> oh. <laughs> like, I, I was a little confused, too. I thought. I named the bear that he ate. I was, I was I, at first I was like, wait. His name was Michael. Dan actually. 
actually knows where my brothers live, but That's he can also, also figure out which one would do that based on personality. Yep. Um, mm. So, yeah. So they say, they say a turtle, depending on where you get the meat, is a lot like other meats. And yeah. so I thought Dan was saying that he could have 40 meats in one <laughs> thing, and that thing was Michael. And it was really confusing. Well, if, if my brother has eaten... 40 meats! <laughs> my brother has eaten 50 meats, and you eat him, have you not? No. Oh, <laughs> it doesn't work That's that way. That's a real stranger. Um, live stream, let us know in the chat how many meats your brothers have eaten. Live stream, stream says live stream. so far I have quick, had quick listener Simon okay, has eaten gummy bears and listener Egon says I thought you all you were all doing some sort of bear meat bit I didn't think people actually <laughs> ate bear see delicious no. no like most of our greatest mistakes in life it was not a bit but now it is a bit you're welcome <laughs> So this is how the food chain, meats. like the science of the food chain, yes, you are eating 40 meats if you eat a thing that's eaten 40 meats. Because uh, Incorrect. Thing, no, because the same incorrect. thing applies if you eat a fish that's eaten another fish that's eaten another fish that's eaten an insect that's been, uh, has radioactive isotopes, then that fish gets radioactive isotopes. It's true. Michael, this... when you're eating a cheeseburger, are you like, oh my God, this is some great... One million grass. blades of grass. I mean, yeah. isotopically speaking, I feel yeah, grassy. You could taste grass. Is that Aquaman's speaking. like origin story that we just heard yeah. from Micah? You ate Aquaman. a fish. You ate a fish. You ate a fish. You ate a fish. You ate a radioactive spider. Oh, twist! Aquaman. Oh, twist! <laughs> uh, dis disappointing, disappointing fact finding here, Aline. Aquaman doesn't have an origin story. That's he's true. just a guy he's from a underwater. Atlantis there's, or something. Yeah, but there. Well, okay, so he's royalty, but there's like. a a million of them like he's not special oh, he's only special true. because he came to the surface it's like i could live like a king up here you're a king down there i mean I, never mind I go to the water do i become like landman? um i think they 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 frown on you they're it's not the last name you. then micah landman <laughs> micah landman <laughs> um i mean that's basically wonder woman's story too except her island is pretty great so that's true you know, yeah anyway uh, our island covered... didn't sink Listeners in the chat, let us know your origin story. And I just, quick poll. Cannibalism, thumbs up, thumbs down, in between? Let me know. Um, I've been labeling stuff on the map. I'm feeling, oh, except for this place where I've labeled it Castle Ravenloft, that it is not Castle Ravenloft. Feeling really good about that. Oh, a couple of us have to still change our uh, Zoom names. Oh, did I actually nope. remember to do that? Or no? Dan, should I at least start the episode so that this banter is part adds to our hour that we oh, do? Oh, it's all in the bootleg. All right. Uh, also, bootleg Hello, live stream. I've been notified by our. There's. Hold on. Watch this. This just in. Uh, I am told to remind you that we will also be live streaming on Thursday night. We will be playing an adventure that rhymes with Hark Done. Huh? Oh, yeah. That's the thing, isn't it? It's. Erica, it's already on your calendar. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> it's perhaps Sark done? Sark done? Oh, Erica, Erica, make, let me make this a little bit easier for you. This is for this is for some of our Canadian listeners. It also rhymes with Dark Sun. Um, oh. Someone should really put that on the actual calendar. <laughs> things rhyme with themselves. Um, um, I'm not in charge of putting stuff on their actual calendar. I'm not the Dungeon Master for that campaign. Uh, who reminded you? Let's remind them to put it on the calendar. Uh, Jason Snell. Yeah, Jason Snell, if you're listening, put that on the uncomparable you know, calendar I'll so we all remember. Right I've got it open in front no, of no, me. No, 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 no. It's not your this job, Erica. Not... Yeah, hold hold on, Erica. I'm texting you guys, him. I, have you I not see... noticed? Everything is my job. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Erica, first off, Page. first off, no. Second off, I want to see if the system works. <laughs> okay, all right. Then I I've texted him. Let's see how long that takes. Um, 
<laughs> Hi, welcome to the part of the show where we uh, grief people who aren't present. Yeah. <laughs> Are we Someone supposed to send not a link for us. that one? To YouTube well, my gosh. live stream. It's uh, totalpartykill.live. Uh, uh, when I go there, it just goes to uh, upcoming live events and Wednesday, July. I actually, I also see live. that Total Total Party Kill is not currently live. Yeah. Yeah, Tuesday, July 7th isn't even listed on there. See, this is what happened last time. This is a special. And then everyone was like, it's still live. And I was like, They did it in that voice, too. It was really weird. The slash live seems to be fine. The embed is there if you want. I don't know why totalpartykill.live isn't working. I'll have to check the code on that. Wait, you said somebody, I was like, people aren't watching this. And then you said somebody is watching this. So It's not my mom, because she hasn't she hasn't gotten the... The, the well, if, if this isn't going out to Erica's mom, I don't know what's the point of anything. That's true. Uh, oh, live stream, grace. you stand at the entrance of a cave. Roll initiative. Was <laughs> the live stream playing now? Is that how this works? Yeah. Uh, there's Okay, well, I rolled a 1d6 to see how many giant scorpions. There is one. Oh, um, mm, that's pretty good. J Jane, I just have a Jane <laughs> point of order. Yep. <laughs> Has anyone ever said anything helpful after saying point of order? That's, is that the question? Uh, not this <laughs> time, certainly. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> um, if if the live is the live stream represent a party or do they represent uh, a collective individual? Player? I think they're having a party. Hmm. Uh, they are a party um, with both the strengths and the weaknesses um of that of, i i run a tight ship ordinary and... parties yes indeed yes um... all right dan am i waiting for you to fix a thing or should I'm i fixing jane moved to the bottom so i'm now fixing my mom is now able to watch so she's probably watching whatever we started saying at the very, right. very beginning of the live stream because she's a completionist players can you confirm far, far from the tree. that you see red and green rectangles in various places on the map where i've labeled yes. stuff that wasn't labeled Esther Hill. okay yes wizards of the wine do you appreciate that? Yes. I, I'm just, I have okay. a question about why some things are red and some things are green, red and I'm glad I'm not colorblind. Red things are good. Red things are bad. Green things are eh. less bad. <laughs> less less bad. bad. I mean, I started out with, I will label Wizards of Blind Winery. That's like under under your dominion. Then I was like, oh, I should I should label Rictavia's Tower. And then I was like, Castle Ravenloft, that should be a different color. And then I was like, Berez, Berezens is so great. Yester Hill, I guess, I mean, it's okay now, but it's still, like, you don't want to go back there. Like, your Yelp review of Yester Hill is like, too steep. Point of order. Someone in the chat says, I'm eating Jelly Belly Sour Mix, so I'd consider it a party. My question is, is Jelly Belly Sour Mix like an alcoholic sour mix that you pour into alcohol to make cocktails? Or is I Jelly Belly Sour Mix a sour mixture of Jelly Bellies? I, all right, my I had a third option in my head that was more horrible than all of us. <laughs> like Jelly Belly Sour Mix was like an ingredient that you would use to make Jelly Belly oh. jelly beans. Oh. So I just listener, I imagine you basically like you tore open like like a box of instant Jello and we're just Sour eating like acid. just eating a, a, a like a bowl full of multicolored sand with a big old spoon. So mm. sorry. I mean, like the time my boss at the movie theater uh, when we had Surge on oh, no. the fountain <laughs> drank, drank what he likes to call Surge up because he just oh. took like the actual no, syrup and took a shot of it no, and it no, burned no. his throat all the way down oh. and then he was vibrating for the rest of the day. All right, that is that man? And I and and I'm assuming it's a man. Is that man still alive? <laughs> 
he is. I was. Oh. I think I was actually dating him at the time. So no. Like, you and I oh, whoa. <laughs> dating your boss. Eric, so the next time we're together, I want to sit you down for drinks and get mm. dating stories I because. <laughs> Um, future oh, Erica, that laugh did spike my audio, but we both know that you deserve it. <laughs> wow. 100%. Uh, Dan, is the thing fixed? <laughs> uh, right. I mean, which thing? <laughs> You're fired. I mean, okay. You can't fire me. Oh, I don't work here. Van. Dan, I, I just I just checked. The total party killed out live is fixed now. I don't know what you did or I, if you know what you did. I didn't do fixed. anything. I think it's on it. I think there's just more of a delay there for whatever okay. reason. I'll update the code on it because I think the live page actually I refined it. It works better. Yeah. Up, update the code like those are real words that mean something. Code the update. <laughs> in a second, he's gonna say code I'm in. And that's yeah, up, yeah, yeah. You're not even wearing goggles. You're not using a computer. <laughs> I don't see any like squares I'm of in. light on your face. So mm, yeah, how will we even know? I'm in the mountains. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're gonna do this. I don't know what's gonna happen today, people. This is everything. Great. <laughs> Let's just I... stay where we are and just never fight the vampire oh i thought you were gonna say I'd never start the podcast i was like eh, i'm amenable to that <laughs> um, <laughs> welcome back to total party kill it's me tony sindelar a dungeon master tonight we are continuing our adventures of the dog and pony crew they're in barovia they are dealing with a titular curse of strad uh things are happening allow me to introduce our players they will introduce their characters, and I'll give you a quick reminder of what we've been up to recently in our adventures. First up, it's Jane Ritt. Hi, Jane. Hi, Tony. I'm playing Lena Dulina, the human rogue. Next up, the one, the only, Micah Sargent. Hi, I'm playing Elevor, the half-elf druid. I didn't think of a snazzy introduction for him. It's Dan Morin. Hello. I am playing Castanonatar's Crucible, a Warforged cleric. And also here, Erica Ensign. Hello. I am playing Brildish, a dwarven paladin to the goddess Hela, Bradaxe, and also, uh, once we reunite with Pony, Pony Sindelarant. It's true. And last but certainly not least, Aline Sims. Hello, I play Imra Soliana, the Wood Elf Ranger. I had to introduce a panel of faculty at an event today, and I totally introduced them like they were on, we were just on a Zoom call with a zillion people, and I introduced them like they were on a podcast. It was confusing for all involved, but especially me. Um, I, yeah, I introduced everyone, Jane. We're good. Didn't I? Mm -hmm. I introduced Mike as I did. Yep. Yep. Mm -hmm. It's all good. Check. I them. All right. Uh, what has been happening recently in the Dog and Pony Adventures? Well, you are on quite an excursion far to the west of the Valley of Barovia. Theoretically, the furthest from Strahd's Reach, or at least geographically the furthest from Castle Ravenloft. Uh, you have taken on the charge of liberating the Wizards of Wine Winery from an infestation of blights led by uh, a squad of druids, bad druids, not like Elevor, the good druid, a squad of bad druids loyal to Strad von Zarovich. Upon liberating the winery, you took this fight to the druids at their headquarters at Yester Hill. You fought many a druid, many a uh, 
mud slathered barbarian, uh, some plants, uh, one tree, one uh, Strahd like effigy that was a giant tree monster, and Strahd von Zarovich himself made a brief appearance, taunted you, and flew away on his Wunder horse. Uh, you have now uh, made your way back from the Battle of Yesterhill, having reclaimed a magic axe, having set the druids back probably several generations, honestly. Uh, having reclaimed a magic seed uh, and uh, having uh, reunited with your assassin friend Aragal who had kind of a, a rough day uh, and so you've made your way back to the Wizards of Wine Winery where the Mardukov family is waiting for you, where Pony Sindelart your pony is waiting for you and where Irina Kolyana a strange woman from the far off town of Little Barovia uh, is also waiting for you, uh, eager to find out what your next move will be. Also, how is our friend Aragal hanging in there? Yeah, I would like to like, you know, do some healing and stabilizing and stuff on our way back. Okay. Sure he's okay. And, and also like, you're, you know, you... look in his eyes and be like, what's looking out of those eyes right now? Do we actually <laughs> want to untie him yet? Uh, he's okay. I mean, I think he has a horrible headache. Uh, you all leveled up too, correct? Yeah. Yeah. Correct. I mean, your characters leveled up, but your characters no, I did. We're, leveled the, up. we're the same. Yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Uh, I think I'm one year older than when we played last. I don't remember. Math is hard. Um, anyway, so uh, Aragal is, he's, it, it was like I could see out of my eyes, but I could, could not control my body, my, my muscles and my, my, my arms. They were, I, it was as if I was a puppet. Sorry, bro. <laughs> that sounds most that's, inconvenient. That's tough, buddy. <laughs> We've all been there. <laughs> I, I have when that happens. <laughs> I have heard other Vistani speak of this. It is Strahd often uses us for his his uh, uh, his various dark deeds. And well, if, if 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 one is not willing to serve the devil willingly, it is said he can control your very actions with a. A wave Tony, of his hand. Can I make some sort of check to see if I can figure out how Strahd is controlling him? Yeah. I was I was actually gonna try to make a check to see if I could figure out if there's a way to keep Strahd That's, from I mean, doing I, that. One the leading to uh -huh. the other was kind of where I was going. All right. We are gonna continue Girlish, that you guys know Girlish very little to go one to two to three to four. Very little about vampires, but you can try. Is this what would this be? Religion, arcana? I think it's arcana. Cool. All right. Well, that's Sweet. a minus one for me. Is, hey, it's Dan's a zero for me. So, <laughs> Dan is Dan. Do you think just checking? Do you think that vampire is a religion? I mean, <laughs> religious I mean, things can have effects on them. If Therefore, you're like... in religious lore, there may be a lot of information <laughs> about vampires. Yeah. Sure. Look. All right. Hold on. Before I get angry, mail. Yes, vampire can be a religion if you're 15 and hanging out at Hot Topic. But <laughs> <laughs> wow. Oh man, I wish I was at Hot Topic um, when I was 15. <laughs> so not now. Now I'm good. Um, so did you make an Arcana check, Dan? It, it was a nine because you a nine. Not, yeah, because mine I wouldn't a, count it as religion. Yeah, basically. And mine was a 15, also because you wouldn't count it as religion. <laughs> and I have a plus four on Arcana and still only got a seven. So clearly, none of us know anything about vampires. We are I got, so bad at vampires. Wait, I got 16. Didn't Erica and uh, roll something good? Aline rolled something yeah, good. Yeah, she rolled a 15. 15 yeah, is I mean, good. We're, not bad. 
it's good. What are you? What are well, you guys but, like? Because Tony, you said, and let me quote: "You're always you cutting us down." Vampires, so it's going to be very hard to know anything about vampires. So to me, that means you've got to get like a twenty-six or something. Look, in order to Micah, have... I say a lot of things. I can't recommend listening to. Them. <laughs> that is uh, I will on note Twitter. that down. That's going to be a ringtone. <laughs> the worst you could do is record this and release it for an audience. Honestly, I love how she... <laughs> nobody tell him. Erica said oh. that and then sipped tea yeah. after she said that. That was pretty good. All right. Uh, no, I will t- tell you uh, um, uh, that I wanted to call you Micah, which is your name, but I, I am a professional dungeon master. Elevore, uh and Imra, uh, you think that you recognize that uh, that that uh, Aragal was the recipient, target, occupant, uh, under the effects of a charm spell. Mm. So... Uh-huh. This is revealed kind of a, a so a kind of a new aspect of uh, vampire lore, especially given your relatively uh, meager starting vampire knowledge. Uh, that uh, he seems to have the ability to charm creatures, and I think even specifically, I did have somebody make a wisdom saving throw uh, for that charm. Uh, I think I might even, I mean, I think I told you this, but that was probably several episodes ago. Uh, it was specifically a DC wisdom, uh, DC seventeen wisdom saving throw so i think you may be learning that either strahd uh either vampires have some magical powers or at the very least strahd has some magical powers i believe he also blew up several uh creatures that uh elevore summoned with a fireball correct yeah Mm -hmm. very easily so that was rough you have not encountered a lot of of vampires in your times because clearly there's still the whole uh uh preoccupation with garlic uh but you know i think fireball is not usually like your your go-to vampire attack no all right that, that'd be the teeth yeah yeah um yeah okay okay you suspect that the fact that aragal is okay now basically suggests that either uh strad has lost interest in aragal or might be very far away well don't do it again <laughs> That'll yeah. show him. So, since you have now had a chance to, like, you know, you've survived the battle of Yesterhill, uh, do you want to piece together any of the information you've gathered from your your uh, true encounter with uh, Strad von Zarovich, uh, a creature before now you've just seen lurking outside of Bedwin with Red? Ugh, I can talk. I'm on a podcast. Red and Lurk- breakfasts lurking uh, outside of bedroom windows, winking at you from weird Vistani gold coins, etc. Well, we know he's annoyed that we didn't take him up on his offer of dinner or brunch or whatever. Yes. I mean, that's that's not unique to vampires. That's just that you guys are rude. <laughs> We're not uh, rude. Put a date if you want us to show up at a certain time. That's all that's I'm saying. That's true. Yeah, we know that he is uh, pals with the druids that we have now destroyed. Mm-hmm. Um. We know remember. that he can cast fireball and charm. Yep. What did Rectavio tell us? Do, do we have? Let's see if I can. Uh, I believe that he was a powerful vampire lord. <laughs> oh, um, also, uh, his invitation specifically said that like we would uh, be protected. Like I can't remember the exact phrasing, but it basically sounded like on the way. But once we got there, we were we were sol. So I. Uh, that was one of the reasons we chose not to go there. I just listened to that episode. Oh, thanks, thanks, editor Erica. I think there are. I mean, you may be piecing together some things that are uh, not necessarily unique to. In addition 
to being a vampire. Uh, Strad von Zarevich is also apparently, you know, a noble or at least a self-styled mm-hmm. noble. Uh, he's also a, uh, he, he's apparently a relatively powerful magic user if he's just dropping yep. fireballs on a Wednesday. So, yep. uh, you know, I'm just saying there's a lot going on with Strad von Zarevich. Layers, mm-hmm. like an onion, a vampire onion. Wait, do which, vampires hate onions? <laughs> uh, well, Benicula really doesn't mm. like them. Or, I mean, I guess he likes them. Does Benicula have a gender? I don't remember. I don't want to misgender Benicula because I'm afraid of Benicula. <laughs> I need to lock my house. Uh, uh, um, I think Benicula mainly just drains stuff out of vegetables, right? Like an onion, Dan. Yeah. So I think that we've established that um, he is a powerful magic user and uh he should definitely be feared, which mm, I think that lot. we are doing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and probably that we are not powerful enough to just go throw down. You no, know, throw yeah. down with him just I mean, yet. How many times have you guys leveled up since this uh, adventure started? I don't know. Twice? <laughs> I, Twice why yeah. not? Just go right on over there. Do yeah. it. Yeah. We're, I think that we should, um, you know, focus on shoring up our. our resources and slicing his such as the druids mm-hmm. who knows what mischief he would have gotten up to it's true mm-hmm. i mean nothing uh, good well tree i mean rampage. yeah that tree rampage was gonna destroy most of the valley was the, my plan so yeah thanks jerks you destroyed yeah. both my uh balsa wood mecca and uh and the tree that spawned it so that's it's well, really that's annoying yeah, well, it was it's affordable. Uh, also, it's light, and that hill is very steep. Do you want to carry oak up that hill? Um, yeah, was that a boxcar race? I think it was. The steepness was going to help on the way down. Yeah. yeah. If only, yeah, druids are not great at wheels is the problem. So, Hey, um, you said it, not me. Canon, druids, not great at wheels. Uh, Sorry, so, Elavor, how do you feel about that? <laughs> I'm still stuck on Tony saying that he is an onion who's going to be drained by Vanicula, and I. Uh, your mic cut out. It did. This keeps happening to me. Oh, there you are. You're back or again. It's possible that you're just really qu- like because your your microphone is several levels quieter than everybody else. Again. I mean, just kind of consistently. There have been a couple times where Dan and uh, and Micah, where I'm editing, and you go so soft that it, the the noise gate actually cuts it out on like oh the, the processing that Jason oh. does. So I have to go into the Zoom call and like take a little chunk of your. Oh noise my goodness! And, like, my mic horrible. is almost always overcranked. That's yeah, so you, weird. This is this is so good. It. This is this is primo elevore. Yeah, you sound way better. Now it sounds better. Oh, now yeah. you're much better. I'm worried it's going to clip in the recording, but I'll leave it at this. It, it's yes, it's not currently showing clipping, so. All right, I made okay. myself louder as well. And nobody needs to hear more of me than they currently do. Tony, turn yourself <laughs> down, would you? You're, oh, you're okay. You're Just kidding. Just kidding. No, don't do it. <laughs> um. So uh, you you know you have a nice walk back, uh, yeah. as and you arrive uh, with Aragal at the Wizard of Wine Winery. Arena is happy to see you. Pony is indifferent. Um, yep, I am the more Mar- excited. The Marikovs are re- amazed and relieved that you are alive. They basically figured you had gone to your death. Do they throw a lavish feast in our honor? 
they give you some meager rations and a lot of wine, and they have cleared out a lot of the debris from the Wizard of Wine Winery, so it is not the total disaster area yeah. it was hey. 10 hours ago. So that's wine. what we call a Barovian party. Yeah. Mm. You'll remember that you do have a, uh, a cart full of wine, the last cart of wine currently in existence in Barovia, mm-hmm. uh, waiting for you that is your reward for... Uh, for, for clearing the uh... how do we how do we feel about just taking a cart of wine with us everywhere because Brilders is kind of okay with that idea we're gonna be so I'm popular in the swamp, in yeah. the swamp it may be uh, um, you're, gonna, yeah. you're gonna get robbed is what my mom would say <laughs> so <laughs> I, yeah. I for for sure Brilders is taking at least like a cask and like strapping it to the back of pony whether pony yeah. likes it or not I mean and there are for sure uh werewolves that are really mad at us right that, yeah. That's uh, a, that's somewhere. still a going concern. Oh, yeah. yeah, I forgot yep. about the yep. werewolves. I believe those are, I think Rictavio said they were right in the area of his town, Tower, mm-hmm. uh, near Lake Baratok. Uh, you, so, you, did, you did beat up a werewolf and kill a lot of wolves. You know, I say, let's see where it takes us. Worst case scenario, we just sell it. This is not how Lena talks. I say <laughs> we just take it with us, you know. Worst case scenario, we, we sell it in a town or to a peddler or a ghost or whatever. Perhaps somebody in Kresk would have use of some wine or be interested in paying for it if there has been a wine shortage. Yeah, Tony, do I know why it's called Wizards of Wine, but it is no longer operational? Uh, Well, it was operational until they got beat up by blights like last week. And I believe specifically we discussed... I know this was like approximately one million months ago. Uh, that uh, the druids there are there at one point the Wizards of Wine Winery produced three different types of wine. Mm-hmm. Uh, each of the different crops of grapes was produced by a different magic seed. Uh, one disappeared, uh, you know, I don't know, like like a century ago. One disappeared uh, decades ago, and one the last remaining one was stolen very recently by the druids, and you recovered it. Because it yeah, was powering Brildish, like, the giant. Really wanted to dig up that whole hill, just seeing if the <laughs> other two might be around there somewhere. Because she really wants to try some different wine. <laughs> there was not any immediate sign of, say, you know, dramatic plant growth that would suggest there's a magic seed here. All right. Well, so, Brildish is going to keep her eye yeah. out for that because, yeah. I would say after we have a meager breakfast, while the sunlight holds, we, um, you know, head north. Uh, to Kresk and yeah, let's let's bring the wine with us. It can't make travel worse. Um, Why would narrator, you something like that? It was worse. <laughs> so, uh, players, you, this is my favorite part as a dungeon master. It's not my favorite part, uh, where it is important for you to have a quick discussion about where you want to go, because there are many places you could go in our sandbox adventure Barovia. You have a variety of leads, uh, as given to you by the prophecies of Madame Eva. Uh, but I think your major places that you've discussed going are Kresk, the last remaining human settlement in uh, Barovia that you have not ventured to yet. Um, there is the uh, drowned city of Berez, central Barovia. Uh, eh, it, I don't think it's super high on your list, but you've also mentioned uh, werewolves uh, in the in the area of Lake Baratok. And I think the north side. The we determined the abbey is near Kresk. Yes, the abbey is basically part of Kresk. Yeah, so I think I think that was the one reason we were thinking about heading to Kresk because we did yeah. have information about the abbey. And right. I will because I have laden you down with NPCs 
and uh, animals, you should decide which of those will accompany you. You do now have kind of, uh, you are starting to kind of collect some places that are safe to, for lack of a better word, stash people. Uh, you know, Wizards of Wine Winery, relatively safe. Rictavio's Tower, as far as you can tell, extremely safe. Uh, everywhere else in the world, basically dead zones. <laughs> so yeah, I, I, I was listening to previous episodes, uh, as mentioned, and early, early on, we had Spoilers. somebody had mentioned Kresk as a uh, as a possible place that might be safer for Irina Kolyana. Now, in character, Brolish probably doesn't think that any place is safe enough for her, as opposed to just being with us, where we can actually defend her and protect her. But just yeah. Lena Delina, do you think you have ever been to Kresk? Uh, I forget. So she's from Velaki, but she she's traveled. Yeah, you know, and, and there's only so many places to get to <laughs> yeah. Barovia. It's not, you know, it's like like guys. It only takes like a week to say Barovia. If you schedule two weeks, uh, well, guess what? You're gonna spend the rest of your life there because there's no way out. <laughs> so. I. I I'd say that she's been there, but just to like run sure. an errand, she yeah. hasn't really, you know, so put down I'll, roots. I'll just fill in that Lena, you would know that Kresk is basically the smallest uh, of the humans of the three remaining human settlements in Barovia. Uh, Velaki uh, is the big one. Uh, little Barovia kind of in between. Kresk is small. Kresk uh, is almost like more of like a campsite than a town. It's mm -hmm. it is walled because uh, it's kind of in the wilderness and the people there are very fearful of wolves and probably werewolves. Uh, but it's it's they don't have shops per se. It's 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 you know lumber subsistence farmers. Uh, but you also did probably notice there's a big uh, we'll call it an abbey on the hillside next to Kresk. Mm -hmm. So I think that if we're going to um, take a look at Kresk, which I think it sounds like uh, what we want to do, we should potentially leave Irina and the wine here at the winery and pick them up on the way out. Um, I do think that perhaps uh, staying with Rictavio would be the safest long-term bet. Um, but uh, yeah, who knows what horror... <laughs> Uh, this uh, town will hold for us. Uh, Brildish will ask uh, Arena, what do you think? Would you like to stay here uh, at the winery now that you've been here for, you know, a day or two? Uh, or would you rather come with us to Kresk? Uh, well, I have never been to Kresk. Uh, my brother believed it would be safe, uh, perhaps just simply because it is the furthest from uh, Strahd's uh, reach. Uh, I would be happy to go with you. Uh, I also think if you were to bring the wine, you might be better received. Uh, Load I, I it would... all up. And I will say, <laughs> Pony Pony would be very sad if Arena did not come along with us. Oh. I he, think perhaps he likes her better than any of the rest of there us. There are. I think perhaps there is safety in numbers. Perhaps we should continue on with our current compliment. That being said, your brother thought that this. Um, that Kresk would be safe for you because it is furthest from the reaches of the devil, but we have seen him in action um, only just south of here, so I I do not think that distance is what will protect us at the end of the day. I don't think my dear brother has ever seen Kresk himself. I'm not even sure if he'd ever been to Velaki, so it may have just been speculation. Distance will not protect us, but garlic might. Absolutely, Brilda shows 
all of the garlic that she still has perhaps left quite a bit. Onions. In fact, and perhaps wants to check garlic in and onions in a for sauce. More garlic. Mm. <laughs> all right. Well, if everyone is done with your meager porridge, perhaps right. we should set off. Brill just gulps the rest of her wine. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Breakfast wine, breakfast wine. Cheers. This is a song for breakfast wine. All right, off we go. All right, and so you head out from the Wizards of Wine Winery. Uh, the Mardikoff family uh, is out there waving at you. Uh, several uh, ravens are flapping overhead, circling, uh, watching them. you. And you head north, following your following the uh, kind of muddy path back to the main uh, road, the uh, old Svalich road that cuts east to west through the valley of uh, Valley of Barovia. Uh, you reach the uh, the the turnoff uh, where you you had been before, and there's a you know a sign here basically saying Wizards of Wine Winery back the way you came, uh, uh, Kresk uh, over the river to the north, and Velaki uh, um, far to the uh, to the east of where you are. And I'm gonna start revealing some stuff on the map as you head into new uncharted territory. How's that? Cool. Exciting. Do do do. All right, and so you head along the path, uh, arriving. Uh, you can start to see the the woods start to open. Uh, there is basically the road kind of leads right to Kresk. Uh, you can see the Swalich Road does continue uh, to the uh, to the west, but it's it's kind of weird. There's like, and you you saw this from Yester Hill as well, but just kind of like a dense wall of fog to the west and it's like it runs from very high up in the clouds all the way down to the to the ground and it's 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 like you should be able to see further to the west but you you can't uh so you're at the turnoff for kresk here let me uh bring you to a map of kresk that i have prepared where did i put that Everything's great. Oh no, I hit back. <laughs> I hit back. <laughs> Done that. I have to reload roll 20. Everything's great. I was scrolling through all the maps, which makes it really easy to accidentally hit the wrong button. Everything's great. I just, when I'm moving the players from one thing to another, it helps if the maps are nearby. Um, Everything's great in Kresk. Oh my god, there's so many maps. <laughs> so far? You all have been a lot of places, and I haven't. I, I need to like start hiding maps. It was <laughs> Father Dombledich. <laughs> all right. So, let's see. Oh, I should have brought the... Uh, let me drop on the token for... Um, your, actually, I guess you'll, you might need all of you at some point, but certainly the token for your group. At the very least. Even stop licking the desk. I love desk. <laughs> Does <laughs> it's tasty. Raven, I stand by you. Yep, I support your your life choices. All right, there we go. I have put <laughs> the uh, the important the important <laughs> token, which is uh, uh, your your andrite on the map, representing where the party is. Let me uh, describe what you can see here from the road, from the outskirts of. Kresk. 
suspicious little. Uh, so, um, the road branches north and climbs a rocky encampment. You thought you were free of hills? You were not. Um, there is a significant 20-foot high wall of stone reinforced with buttresses every 50 feet or so. Uh, the wall encloses a settlement on the side of a snow-dusted mountain spur. Uh, beyond the wall, you can see the tops of snow-covered pines and thin white wisps of smoke suggesting this is an uh, uh, occupied village. Uh, the somber toll of a bell comes from a stone abbey that clings to the mountainside high above the settlement. The steady time is inviting, a welcome change from the deathly silence and oppressive fog to which you've grown accustomed here in Barovia and to which Lena Delina knows nothing else. Uh, it's hard to tell at this distance, but it seems like there's a switchback road clinging to the cliffs that leads up from inside Kresk to the abbey itself. I'm glad so. there's a nice switchback road because we've got a whole cartload of wine. Yeah, and how yep. steep is this hill, really? Uh, <laughs> oh, no. Let's Matt. go into it, guys. <laughs> yeah. uh, Dan, you're fired. Um, all right, so. <laughs> I had a good this, live stream. <laughs> this is the, uh, the map of uh, Kresk. As you can see, it is a kind of a small little settlement. It's mainly wooded. There's a lot of, strangely, they, I guess because they probably harvest lumber, there's lots of trees inside uh, the walls of the settlement itself. And as you uh, take your uh, your creaky wagon full of wine up back and forth along the switchbacks uh, leading to the gatehouse, uh, you see that there's no other traffic. Nobody else is coming and going uh, from Kresk. And the gates of Kresk uh, are, are, are closed. As oh, you the gates of Kresk. The gets of Kresk. Uh, it feels a little bit colder here than your other travels in Barovia. It might be a little bit higher up. Um, Way, when and I as blow you, out my breath, does it turn into like just a little bit cold? Yeah, okay. a little, little Interesting. bit. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. 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 Um, uh, there are two square towers. There's an illustration of them at the bottom of the map uh, at the kind of gatehouse. Um, they, they flank a stone archway. Uh, 12 foot tall, iron bound, wooden doors. Carved into the arch above the doors is the name Kresk. K R E Z K. Uh, the walls all around Kresk are, seem to be about 20 feet high. Atop the parapet, you see four figures wearing fur hats and clutching spears. They look down at you. Why are Readings. Hail. Oh, interesting. Why are my initials in the bottom left corner of this map? You know what you did. Did you did you draw that picture? Perhaps I did. <laughs> or you will. Secrets. Um, I was like, are, are Michael's initials? I was looking at Michael's initials, and I was like, North, East, South, West. Is Michael's and Hex's secretly news? Um, so, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. We wish to enter the city. Uh, the four figures, kind of. There's there's some muffled conversation uh, between them, and uh, and one of them says. Uh, we're going with the Burgermeister. He'll talk to you. He says nobody's allowed in without his permission. We have wine. They, two of them take off into a run. <laughs> <laughs> uh, several minutes later, uh, a figure appears uh, peering over uh, the, uh, the, the parapets above. He looks a little bit shorter, a little bit stouter than the, uh, the guards that were there when you greeted him. I believe I have a picture of this person to share with you. If I can find it, I'm really bad at navigating. Roll 20. And here it is. 
So, greetings, travelers. I'm Baron Kreskoff. Welcome to Kresk. I hear you have wine. We do. We'd like to come inside, please. Don't keep these people waiting. Open the gates. Uh, the guards kind of scurry around, and uh, without much further ado, the gates creak open, uh, and you are waved inside. Uh, Baron Kreskoff is already standing there uh, at the door, in, just inside the gate, waiting for you, eyeing your wagon expectantly. Hello. Baron so, Kresk. In you go. Uh, welcome to Trakresb. Is this your first time here? I've passed through before. They are outsiders, but they, they wish to see the city. Uh, he gestures it's kind of behind him. You see a city would be a very optimistic way of describing this. Village? Village might be, might be more Lena's appropriate. quite the flatterer. <laughs> yeah, uh, the, the the kind of misshrouded village of Kresk that you now see uh, from inside the walls is really not much more than a scattering of humble wooden cottages, dirt roads that stretch between them, snow-dusted pine trees, just a lot of trees. Uh, in fact, it's, it's almost like Kresk is more of like a walled forest than a walled village. Uh, but you can see uh, to the uh, to the north. Uh, due north of where you are, uh, the gray cliffs rising up uh, and a, a winding path leading up to the abbey and the bell tower above. Um, the uh, the uh, Baron Kreskov says, uh, it's, it's good that you were able to get here. The, uh, the, the, the wine shipment is, is long overdue. We were concerned that something might have happened. The winery some supply encountered some challenges, but we were glad to be able to help out we understand that the wine has been in short supply so please although this is really it <laughs> the supply remains short yeah this uh, is really it so uh uh, uh baron kreskov shot some uh, various orders uh more uh townspeople appear they are uh, preparing to unload the wagon uh they're setting up a table with some uh some food and drink for you uh as thanks for your your trip that you have made thank you this is what, the what? best welcome we've gotten anywhere in barovia <laughs> really? maybe not, maybe not unload the wagon entirely maybe unload a barrel? Yeah. How many barrels do you think is on a wagon? It depends on the size of the wagon. Yeah. I'm gonna imagine, on the size of the barrel. I'm going to imagine they were probably like, this was this was a barrel meant, uh, this was a, a, a shipment meant to resupply uh, the three settlements in Barovia. So there's maybe there's three really big barrels and then a bunch of little, smaller casks. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know how wine is transported people and I'm not going to learn. Yeah. Um, so so we can let them have their sort of yeah thingy. there's one that already has Sorry, like kresk like stenciled yeah. on it um yeah. there's so they're setting up you know like a, a yeah. system of pulleys and ramps to safely transport the the barrel uh they've set out for you basically on you know kind of on a picnic table uh, a bunch of tankards of uh appears to be milk uh and a little and some uh, uh some cooked chicken and some eggs Ooh. Brovish nice. tucks in. Um, I Elevor sniffs the milk. 
It appears to be. Uh, give me a very easy nature check, Elevor. DC let's five. Do, let's do a very easy nature. Oh, you said DC five? Yes. Well, then I get it. Oh no, darn it! I wanted to be so smug about that, but I have a plus four, so. Also, you You're can right. always crit fail. Twenty one. Uh, <laughs> Elevor, it is clearly. Uh, I, I mean, clearly to you, an experienced druid. Maybe not clearly to everybody else. Uh, it's clearly cow milk. You even feel pretty certain about like what kind of cow or what that cow looked like. Recently milked? Yeah, it's fresh. Okay, but not pasteurized. I don't think that's available in Barovia. <laughs> Good to know. No pasteurization no, no. in Barovia. Write no, it down. It, it is from yeah. a pasture. pasture. Yeah. <laughs> it's pasteurized. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. Canon. Oh, no. Um, so, yeah, it appears to be fresh, fresh, uh, fresh cow milk uh, cool. available for you. So. Imra, you were looking for barding for Androdite. Perhaps some of the craftsmen here would have some for sale. Oh, that's a good a good point. Is they there, keep livestock. Is there someone who could um, build some protection? Build mm-hmm. some protection. So uh, <laughs> for Androdite, perhaps you uh, you you take turns overseeing the unloading of the wine. So you know you know you want to make sure your wagon and pony are not compromised in any way, and <laughs> eating and kind of uh, you know. It, let me tell you. There's not a lot to Kresk. I feel like you could walk around Kresk without, you know, being out of eye contact with, but at least be, <laughs> not eye contact, eyesight of the uh, of the rest of your party. Uh, so you go for just a quick little jaunt around the block, Imra. Uh, Kresk again, it's it's like a village, it's a settlement, it's not a city or even really a town. There are no shops in Kresk, but there is, you know, there's a blacksmith. A leather worker. Um, yeah, there's a leather worker. It seems like most of the people in Crest live in these little wooden cottages. Uh, a lot of them have like a little like tiny fenced in yard and they've got a cow and some chickens. A lot of people are doing various things related to uh, uh, working with lumber. So taking down trees and uh, chopping those up and, and, and working with the wood. There's a lot, of, I, a lot of woodworkers if, here. If they need any roll... help doing any chopping like after dinner, I will pitch in. You'll be up for it. And help. Yeah. Which uh, which of your three axes are you going to use? Well, I'll use the magic axes. Magic axes, absolutely. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> can I do a nature check to see if I think that these trees were planted after the establishment of Kresk, or if they Go were sort of before? Uh, Give me a DC ten nature check. Eleven. <laughs> Uh, you know, they, some of them seem very old, uh, and there's a lot of trees here. It looks like when they do harvest a tree, they're pretty selective about it. Uh, it it's almost like probably they cleared out, uh, they, there was probably just forest here, and they cleared out space around the uh, uh, the, the walled city uh, for defensive purposes. Uh, but yeah, these there's it's, it doesn't look like they, there are probably some places where they are planting small trees, but there's many old and ancient trees here as well. Uh, and, you know, I think probably uh, to the extent that a druid would be okay with harvesting trees, the mm-hmm. way the people of Kresk are treating their trees seems relatively respectful. Cool. Yeah. Elevor really likes trees. So yeah. He wanted to know about these ones. Uh, so, you know, you get, you kind of take a self-guided tour of uh, of Kresk and, you know, there's there's a few tradespeople here, but there are no shops. There is no tavern. Uh There's not an obvious place that you would uh, arrange uh, a place to sleep. You might need to just you know call in a favor with uh um some of the local townspeople um the uh you know you infer uh that the baron uh you know he's self-styled burgermeister of kresk he's got a little cottage that like 
a little bit bigger than uh, uh, in the other cottages, but it's certainly not like the uh, the mansion of Velaki or even the uh, the Burgermeister's uh, relatively nice uh, t uh, townhouse in, in back in Little Borovia. Uh, but this is Kresk. Um, I was going to say, uh, uh, Imra, if you wish, I could probably craft some armor for Androdite. Oh, yeah? I have that a would way, be wonderful. I have a couple options for doing that. Um, which either wow. Roldish is going to pay very close attention. This sounds really fascinating. Uh, I can either um, do it as my channel divinity, or I picked up a new spell when we leveled up called Fabricate, which allows me to basically, given enough raw material, the equivalent raw material, I can craft it into basically anything because oh. I'm proficient with um, Smith's tools. Cool. So what would we need for? Uh, I convert raw materials into products of the same material. Um, like leather so we... and metal? Yeah, essentially. Do you think we could barter for a small quantity of leather and metal for the wine that we are sharing? I think Sorry. so. I, I think. Yeah. I, sure. <laughs> yes. Okay. Cool. All right, so uh, Crucible and uh, uh, Imra are making arrangements for the raw materials so that Crucible can uh, manufacture uh, some armor for uh, Androdite to make Androdite a little bit more uh, battle-ready. Uh, Elevore wants to take like a nice little walk around uh, around uh, Kresk and just uh, take, in, take in the sights. Uh, so I, I think I've, I've mentioned some of the basic stuff to you, uh, Elevore. As you're strolling around, uh, there are there is a there's kind of a, a pond or a pool on the uh, the north uh, side of Kresk uh, with a little gazebo outside of it. And you know there's lots of people in Kresk coming and going, doing their, their daily business. The people kind of op eye you with you know, I'd just say some with suspicion, but most just with kind of gentle curiosity uh you're inside the walls which the, as far as you can tell there's no one else here that doesn't live here mm -hmm. uh, but they don't seem you know hostile to you in any way whatsoever um do you want to just chat with somebody yeah i think if i if there's wildlife uh if there's plant life rather on the pond mm -hmm. um Elevor has the Druidcraft cantrip, so he'll make those um, lily pads or whatever. If there are flowers around mm -hmm. it, whatever. Make some sort of flowers bloom and just to sort mm -hmm. of taking in the fresh air and trying to even mm -hmm. help what he sees already is kind of a pretty place in this yeah. whole place, uh, even more pretty. And just once, I think that they're, he's sort of trying to be open and inviting if someone yeah. ends up wanting to come up and chat. Uh, you know, you're, you're standing by the pool and the... Uh... The pool is uh, just shockingly blue. Uh, you know, you have not seen kind of water that looked this kind of pure or inviting uh, anywhere else uh, in, in Barovia. Uh, there's a kind of nice little gazebo and there's some, uh, you know, some young people look like they might be teenagers uh, hanging out in it. Uh, there's a wooden statue uh, next to the uh, next to the shore of the uh, the lake. It's kind of a it's kind of a strange sight. I don't know if you've seen this before in Barovia, Elevore. It's a, a kind of a mournful, uh, kind of somber-looking, bare-chested man. It's the statue is made of wood. Uh, it's kind of paint-chipped and faded, uh, and it's standing by the shore with its arms outstretched, uh, kind of like it's it's waiting to be embraced. It's, it's facing it's facing east. Uh, uh, one of the teenagers from the gazebo uh, uh, wanders over and gives you kind of looks you up and down. Hello there. What's your name? I'm Victor. Who are you? 
Victor, my name is Elevor. I am a druid. Oh, what's the deal with that? Uh, well, the basic deal is I'm kind of all about plants and, and nature and those kinds of things. Um, I, I, I like that stuff. I like animals and, uh, I just try to go around and make sure, you know, uh, places and plants are as happy and healthy as they can be. What about you? What's your deal? Uh, I live here in Kresk. My dad's a lumberman. I figure that's probably what I'm going to do. Cool lumber, yeah, yeah. Uh, I see you all have a lot of trees around here, and I, I have to uh, say, you did a fine job, or your people rather did a fine job of making sure these trees were uh, taken care of. And uh, yeah, I, th I think it's wonderful what you've done. I, I do have a question, question though, Victor. Victor. Um, you know, we've come across a lot of, of different stuff as we've gone on our travels, and um, I have to say, the that that guy with the shirt off over there that that's a new one for me is he wanting a hug from somebody what's going on that's the morning lord dummy oh the morning lord what was i thinking i should have i don't know anything about the morning lord victor don't tell anybody but the morning lord's kind of oh, new to oh. me what what's the deal there i mean that's like i don't know i feel like they don't talk about it much anymore but like in barovia there's like two things there's like the morning lord and like the goddess of night those are like the two things Oh, okay, okay. So, morning lord, sort of sun, uh, yeah. goddess of night, sort of moon, darkness, that kind of yeah. deal. He uh, he gestures over his shoulder uh, with his thumb at the gazebo. He says, "That's the shine of the right sun." The shrine. Uh, oh, okay. So, is is this something? Is is this a religious belief? Uh, do you do you do you worship the 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 bare chested man, or how does this work? Well, my mom does. I'm not really that into it. Right, right. Totally understand. My younger years, not super into that whole, you know, established I mean, religion kind of thing. Like the old people, they worship the morning Lord, who's like the God of the sun. I've never seen the sun in my life. Look, right. He, he, he points up at the perpetually overcast uh, gray, cloudy sky of uh, Barovia. And I know seeing is believing. Uh, so tell me, um, is is your is your mother around? I'd love to hear more about this morning lord if I could, and you know, I understand that it's not really your thing, but I'd love to hear more about these religious I mean, beliefs. She's back at the house. I don't know. Maybe you should talk to the abbot if you're that into the religion thing. You know, I tend to be pretty good friends with religious uh, folks. Make make quick friends Just with don't them. Don't ask so his I, name. Yeah, <laughs> to know his name. what what's your abbot's name? Uh. I, I think everyone just calls him the abbot. Oh, no, that's, that's easy. pretty easy. All right, the apple. I'll talk to him a little bit later today. Thank you so much. Uh, Victor, is, is there anything that I, I could do for you? You've been so helpful. Um, do you have anything I, to eat? Do I, Of course I do. And Elevore pulls out one. Wait, what was it? We, it's too long ago now, but there was something with tomatoes. And, um, right. and and Barovia, but I don't remember. You bought it to me. You did buy at least one tomato. <laughs> yeah, it's weeks You've old. You've just had it. This weeks week old. <laughs> just uh, like and it's, your, and it's been in, in, in his in his pocket through so many battles, so it's all bruised. <laughs> I think it was only maybe two battles. Can't you just okay. make? Can't you make fruit or something? Yeah, just make a good berry. Yeah. Uh, I don't have good berry. Um. <laughs> Actually, I think doesn't Druidcraft do... let you do something like that? Uh, Guys, Drew... don't berate him. He's just trying to be nice to a child. We're trying to help him be um, nice to a child. Are... 
We're trying to min-max the child nice. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just really enjoy Elevore because I feel like Elevore is the kind of teacher who like turns the chair around backwards. And just... <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> He's pulling we'll a real around. Captain America there. Ah, oh, so you want to talk about the Abbott. I've Let's got wrap. some hard tack yeah. or something. Mm-hmm. Um, right, yeah. I pull out a biscuit and hand he, uh, him the biscuit. He like he's really gnawing on. It. <laughs> uh, he looks like he's ready to wander off. Unless you have anything else to say to him. No, I, I think that'll that'll do it. Um, Bye, Mister. Gonna... <laughs> see ya. See you around. Lena would like to uh, catch up with the with the Baron, sort mm-hmm. of get a sense of what's um, what's happening here. All so right, she... you you wander around. Uh, uh, Kresk, again, it's a, it's a short trip. Yeah. Um, is there, let's see, does, does the map, I don't know if it matters, but probably one of these specific places is the, uh, the Baron's, uh, place. Eh, it's okay. We need to know which you little find, box uh, Yeah, I want to know which little box. It's fine. Uh, you find, uh, uh, one of the little cottages, uh, there's a little, uh, porch up front. Uh, the Baron is there. Uh, very different from your your time in 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 Vallaki. Uh, uh, uh Lena Lena, the Baron is there sitting on a three legged stool, milking a cow in his front yard. His front yard is, you know, like ten by ten. And, and did I see that his wife in the illustration had a very large axe? Yeah. Did I see the axe on her person? I, I don't know if you've met her, but oh, okay. uh, you okay. know what? She she's sitting there. Uh, the axe is mounted on the wall uh, on the side of the house. Uh, she's supervising the the, uh, the milking of the cow. Does it look like a tree chopping axe or a man chopping axe? It looks it looks versatile. Okay, but it does not have any blood stains on it. Uh, so Lena like leans on the the post that's sort of folding up the porch. Um, it's like so, uh, Baron. How fare the people of Crest besides parched? Parched and hungry. Hmm. Yeah, you're having trouble foraging for enough to eat. Same old, same old here in Kresk. Mm. Thanks for the wine. Well, seems like the least we can do. If you need to stay the night, I can make sure you're taken care of. Thank you. We appreciate that. Um, I love these very just sober, like straightforward conversations. Uh, just way more excited earlier. Salt uh, of the earth. Yeah. Um, if if you don't mind me asking, um, what is I, I passed through when I was much younger um, the town, but I I always meant to ask what is the nature of the abbey um, up on the hill. Can't recommend that you go there. No, no one goes there. But but it overlooks the entire settlement. Why would you build such a settlement in the shadow of a place like this? If if you you know, fear it. Long ago, long before my time, that used to be a hospital and a convent, but it fell into disarray and sat empty for a long time. It is not a safe place to go. Again, I, see. I don't, don't recommend you go there. No one, in, everyone in Crest knows to stay away. I see. Well, uh, I've always said people from Crest have a good head on their shoulders. He kind of cracks his neck. Yeah. I will leave you to it. He's milking his cow. All right, so that was Lena. Uh, Broldish, do you want to be doing anything? Uh, helping with chopping some wood, if that's a thing that, that is happening. All right, you find some uh, 
there's some uh there's there's a team they're chopping down one big tree they're, they've got it all set up it's a whole operation with you know they're working on the tree and they've got all these ropes in place to make sure it falls in a really precise way doesn't take down any other trees with it and you you help them out with with prepping stuff it's you know they definitely benefit from having another strong set of hands there uh and it's you know you put in a good hours work uh the people at kresk are like deeply appreciative of you probably never seen a dwarf before in their lives probably never will again but you know they're giving you appreciative nods uh there's a break they're all passing around jugs of milk you have a chance to chat with them if you want uh sure i i'll help they so um have you guys have you all lived here all your life yep that's cool he spits I, I I've never even been to Big Barovia before before this trip. Well, that's not entirely true, but never mind. But I digress. <laughs> there was a well, house. It had rooms. <laughs> no one remembers that. That was seasons ago. Canon. So many seasons. Yeah. Um. Well, welcome. Thanks for your help. You can always oh, use another I... another set of hands in Kresk if you're looking to settle down probably not we're uh we're we're traveling around we'd really kind of like to get back to to our homes the places that we come from uh, that's that's going... like the lucky little barovia nope nope somewhere outside of the entire valley of big barovia which i'm told is kind of a difficult thing to to do yeah uh, no offense but uh good luck with that that's a it's a real pickle I, I appreciate that your your wish of luck. Um, I'm really interested in that uh, in the big building up there. I point up toward the abbey. What's what's all that? Uh, the, uh, the 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 uh, I wanted to call him a woodsman. A woodsman operates in the woods, but not on woods. This is a lumberjack. That's a word, right? Yep. Uh, That's a word. Yeah. Good yeah. job. The lumberjack looks over his shoulder at the uh, uh, up at the abbey and turns back to you and says, "Watch out for that place. It's not safe. No one goes there anymore." Oh, why not? Uh, I don't know. They say bad things happen up there. I kind of like places where bad things happen because then uh, I can smash the bad things with my axe and I hold up. Look, you seem real nice and real good at your job. I don't want anything bad to happen to you. Oh, that's very kind of you. But so many bad things have already happened to me. (laughs) And I tell I tell the very sad sob story of how my entire clan was murdered by orcs. And I explain what orcs are because I know that these people (laughs) have never heard of orcs before. Uh, And then I say, yeah, so um, so yeah, if if, you know, I feel like maybe visiting the Abbey might be something I might want to do because just it's just my style, you know, I just like to check stuff out. Um, All right. Well, don't say I didn't warn you. There's weird stuff up there. There's an abbot. He comes down to the town every now and then. He seems okay, but strange. Tell he's not from here. Uh, but there's that there's that bell, and sometimes sometimes when the winds blow in the right way, you hear screaming. Ooh, that's not great. I like I like the bell though. Bells bells are nice. Um, is it? Like, is it very obvious that there's like a front door to the abbey from what I can see? Or... Yeah, just looking up the hill from here, um, there is kind of an obvious, like you can kind of see it on the map here, right? There's like a, a, a trail that switchbacks ah, up see. the hill uh, and there's kind of a, there's a gatehouse to the abbey. The abbey has like kind of a, a curtain wall around it with a gatehouse on the, uh, the the northeast kind of corner of the abbey complex. It looks like the abbey is like probably like 
two large buildings connected by stone walls and then a curtain wall around them. All right. I ask, uh, so is there just like, you know, the one road up to the Abbey? There's not like a secret back door or a tunnel or something like that that goes inside? I don't think we have any secrets in Krisk. Don't believe in them. Well, that's pretty cool. I don't like to keep secrets either. This is this is a pretty nice place. If I do end up getting stuck here and I'm not able to get home, you know, maybe maybe Kresk is the place I will uh, think about settling down. I'm ever, I'm handy do, with an axe. Do you ever do you ever need a tanker to mead? Stop by my house. He gives you a hearty handshake. My name's right. Yavid. Nice to meet you, Broldish. And that's my pony, Pony Cinnalart. He nods pony. at the pony. Pony also nods. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Back. He nods back. <laughs> a lot of nodding. <laughs> mm-hmm. yep, that's, back and forth. That's yep. good for me. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, Crucible and uh, Imra, you, you spend some time uh, manufacturing uh, uh, a, what do we call it? This What do we call dog armor? Barding. A fancy- Barding. Barding. <laughs> that doesn't seem real. That seems like something that's no, been named, so- named to make fun of me. The um, question is... like something that's a verb of what a bard does. <laughs> what, um, what kind of barding do you want? Because I can do... I don't want any kind of barding game. <laughs> do you want Tony barding? That's why... That's why... Like this! Or like this! The main thing that you're going to want to keep in mind is whether or not it's disadvantaged to stealth, because you love to stealth. I do love to stealth. Do you want a a clanky dog or a stealthy leather dog? Leather dog dog sounds like a funny name for a pirate. Yeah, Captain Bluebeard and three uh, of his fiercest leather dogs. Or a poorly overcooked hot dog. Oh, don't eat that. Mm. Uh Uh-uh. Studded leather might be your best choice. Ooh, studded leather. Yeah. Nice. Fancy. I'll have uh, to you could do a, a breastplate that doesn't give disadvantage or a chain shirt. Also doesn't. Yeah, those will be... We'll just need to find enough material for those. The breastplate is expensive. Can I do that? I've got magic. Were there any other chores that you had been putting off until you were in civilization or relative civilization to uh, deal with? I don't think so. And then it sounds like you are interested in checking out the Abbey. Is that true? Yeah. yeah um, let's, although... let's circle up and, and compare notes. Sure, sure, I'm not, sure. I'm not quite ready to do that yet, Tony. My um... question is mainly, is that something you want to do today or tomorrow in... Uh, in, I in don't think it would be the same day. I think so, yeah, because yeah, then I yeah. can at least recover. Because you haven't traveled use far on, uh, from armor. Yeah, right. we got here. We we had some food, you know. We did some wood cutting and some wandering and, and whatnot. So it also feels yeah. like when we go to a new city, I kind of want to see what happens at night, just to get the lay of the <laughs> land. I mean, the, <laughs> the nightlife. Sun... I went over the nightlife. <laughs> The sun goes down, Dan, yeah, and then okay. in the morning it comes up. Oh, yeah, that's it. That's all yeah. that's ever happened Does to us in any town the right we've way been and to. we faintly hear screams? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? That's just God, You just do this because the first town I went to, took you to, there's a nightly parade of the dead where all of the damned heroes from... And Barovia the second story. town we second went town to, a <laughs> vampire came to our window. Gee, but you know, coincidence. And an assassin. God, look, the places that you would stay here don't even have windows <laughs> this is That's this comforting. is me this is me comforting you yeah we'll build a Thanks, tent out Tony. of garlic <laughs> um, 
So, as I am shopping for where our cliffhanger ending for the episode will be, uh, you arrange your armor, and then you uh, will say that you reconvene. Wait, uh, wait, 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 wait. Really no. quickly, though. So, I had the realization that you were very, 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 very clear about the fact that the water was very blue. So, yeah. I rolled a 19. Um, I think we'll do... Well, I guess it could be either. Uh, for Arcana... Elvor is going to get down and sort of like sniff the water for Elvor's magic. Elvor's going to get down. Uh, yeah, so he gets down and like, and I rolled a 19. Is there anything special about this water? Um, you know, it smells interesting. Do you want to taste the water? A 19 arcana tells you that it smells weird. <laughs> I, you know, look, look I'm, this is this is this is a conversation that we're having here. I'm trying to think if it's within um, um if it's Elvor's um the water you're looking at it and it is just like so pure and it's it not just like in a in a in a like there's not mud or grit in it but in just like a like a wholesomeness that is unlike anything else you have felt in, uh, in, in your it, travels yeah. in Barovia. The water tastes sweet and fresh and i would tell you if you had anything that needed to be cured by this elevore it is like you have just imbibed a lesser a potion of lesser restoration or received a lesser restoration spell. i knew there was something in the blue so like <laughs> if we, you had been can we cursed or poisoned bottle or, this or sucker dan do you think that usually works when you try and bottle magic water and take it away from its source i uh, no. talked to evian yeah, yeah. Dan, Dan. Oh, I have. The answer is no. Keep, yeah, keep capitalism out of Barovia. Uh, this is a socialist utopia ruled by a vampire. Oh, I'm just um, thinking of Kreskwater, like now. Yeah, now with more Z's in the yeah. name. Kresk. Um, so Pound the, of Kresk. You know, the, uh, the water just feels really great. Uh, and I'm just going to tell you, you get the sense that, like, you know, this, this water is like, it's an extension of this kind of holy place here uh, with this little gazebo and the shrine to the mor morning lord and probably somebody has blessed this pool long ago and somehow, gazebo and somehow it has stayed uh, yeah can I then okay that um, the gazebo attacks no. yeah I want to <laughs> check out the gazebo it's um, a gazebo well, oh even, even without me rolling perception it's just a gazebo yeah it's you know it's made of wood uh, it looks but old. you said the gazebo is part of the magic. Yeah, it's it's the the gazebo is the shrine the, of the. I'm white rolling sun. arcana. Oh, I got a six. It's well, just the gazebo. Vibes. The gazebo <laughs> just seems like a great place to like sit Logic. and watch with watch the sunrise over the pool. Um, okay. Yeah. Well, then I let everybody know as we're reconvening. All right, you reconvene. All take a sip of that water over there. I'm pretty sure if you had some sort of poison or something like that uh it would heal you it it um it smacked of uh, a, a potion of lesser restoration Ooh. did it taste blue it tasted sweet sweet blue mm. and uh elevore pulls out a little journal and writes sweet blue into it, and <laughs> it tastes like mountain blast he's found a new oh, no. <laughs> sweet sweet blue he's found a new strain <laughs> <laughs> Um, oh yeah, Elavor yeah. does smoke. Yeah. <laughs> He's a druid. So. I think we all know that. Yeah, druids. Elavor's a little um, bit. In denial I want to use my. It, I want to use my divine sense and uh, like. Has this, has this land been uh, hallowed? What does hallowed mean? That's bad, That's right? That's a hallow spell. Like, no, it's like me mechanically blessed. And they sort of. 
Uh, yeah, I will tell you it. This uh, uh, I'm this 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 pool has been uh, blessed. Uh, it has been blessed. That's why it's nice. that's the way it is. Do you, would you know also, more than that? I can also tell the location of any celestial fiend or undead within sixty feet. That's not behind total cover. I'm hoping I don't notice any. I was really how far how far away is Aragal and uh, Irina? They're back by the uh, the wagon. They're fine. Or and Pony Pony's there too. Yep, nothing within sixty feet. Uh, Pony, Pony is, is celestial. A, yeah, Pony's yeah. a celestial. Pony is totally celestial. I already knew that. Well, you were going to be surprised if you had forgotten that. <laughs> <laughs> Just in case. <laughs> Brothers, maybe. Yeah. <gasps> oh, yeah. So I this is Kresk. <laughs> I don't know if there's anything else that you, you want to see here. Um, the... Arena, I'm going to say Arena. And we're, we're going to say that for lack of a better meeting place, you are in, uh, you're hanging out by the gazebo. Mm -hmm. uh, and Arena and Aragal wander over too. Serena, what do you think of this place? It feels safe. Hmm. Okay, would you want to stay here? I want to check out the Abbey before I'm comfortable leaving you anywhere near here, but like if the Abbey seems okay, would you want to stay or would you want to continue with us? Keeping in mind that we're going to a place where everybody has told us is real bad and awful. It, it seems like a hard life, but uh, honest and perhaps shielded somewhat from the horrors. And this I really like, nice blue pool. I like shielded from horror. Do you hear that voice? No. Oh, um, um, what voice? Uh, Irina <laughs> steps out from the... Uh, the gazebo and she's standing by the edge of the pool kind of looking around and then you hear the voice uh there's there's kind of a sad voice it sounds like a, a young man it, it's like a whisper but the wind kind of carries it like through the gazebo and you all hear it like it's whispering in your ear tatiana come to me does oh. that mean anything arena start to step into the cool waters of the I, pool. I grab her to be continued. Oh, no. <laughs> no, Tatiana. Tatiana. <laughs> Who is Tatiana? What is the nature of this pool that you were so fixated on? What horrors await you in Kresk? What horrors await you in the Abbey? What's the deal with the Abbot? Why is this place both nice and at the same time awful? For answers to questions such as these, tune in next time to Total Party Kill. I lost track of time. I think that was right. I don't know. Something. Yeah, like it was that. about right with map with map shenanigans. I think it'll be about right. Perfect <laughs> map shenanigans. Um, That's my yeah. Gamma World character. <laughs> Hi, I'm map shenanigans adventurer. Oh, we should have one of those charts. Like, make your Gamma World character mm. your birthday and the date of your birth. <laughs> oh yeah. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Name your favorite insect. What's your least favorite number of arms? Uh, <laughs> I'm cockroach twenty seven. I think that I think I think Brian Hamilton rolled Cockroach twenty seven as his backup backup character. So, yeah. I like the idea of that being a background. Yeah. <laughs> like, like you don't, don't want to know what happened to cockroaches one through twenty six. Don't look back right. Don't look like literally behind you either. Uh -huh. It's yeah. a bad background. Mm. Mm. Uh, live stream bootleg. Thank you for listening. There will be a Dark Sun adventure later this week. There will be another mini adventure on Sunday because we make choices here at Total Party Kill. Uh, <laughs> wow, I'm playing a lot of D and D. I know. <laughs> I forgot about Dark Sun on. Thursday. I know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> 
the adventure on, on Thursday will be Dark Sun. I suspect will be in Athens, but I'm not running that one, so I can't promise anything. The one on Sunday. Do I want to say anything about the one on Sunday? No, I can promise. You don't. I can, I can promise one with... thing. Huh? Oh, wait. I can promise one thing. There will be a sheep in it. You have been warned. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Dan, take us off. <laughs> Bye.